0: Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, Welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine, and I am joined here today with...
1: Oliver King.
0: (sighs) Okay, and this is a show where we force our interests upon one another. Now, um, Oliver King, King... What are we talking about today?
1: Wonder Woman 1984. So this movie came out on Christmas on HBO Max and Mm -hmm. apparently also simultaneously in movie theaters around the country. However, we were going to watch it on Christmas Day and then we have not then we procrastinated yep. then we almost watched it then we procrastinated some more uh-huh. and now we finally have watched all two and a half hours of this Patty Jenkins Gal Gadot sequel uh, is it Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot? I think
0: it's Gal Gadot I don't know
1: I've heard I've heard it both ways and that's not a psych thing but yes I'm, I'm it 100% is a psych thing but like seriously wearing I,
0: I, a psych shirt
1: I, uh, yeah I am <laughs> <laughs> but I really have heard it both ways yeah Anyway, we'll be right back.
0: (laughs) Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Turns out, it's Gal Gadot. Soft tea.
1: Oh, mystery solved.
0: Dun, 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 the internet is your friend. And speaking of the internet, there wasn't much of that back in
1: 1984. Uh, no. No, no? There, there definitely was not.
0: But there was all sorts of old TVs and nuclear weapons and, uh, Star Wars technology. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there was a bunch of that.
0: And there also was Gal Gadot. Yes. Yes. So, Wonder Woman 1984. Ooh,
1: where do we start?
0: Well, I liked it, and I think it was better than people said it was.
1: Did you like it more than the original? No. Okay.
0: Did you like it more than the original? No. Okay. As long as we got that covered.
1: Yeah. So, online, um, I am a chronic IMDb user, and I clicked on the user like reviews of this movie before I watched it, and... I saw like the the user kind of like rating itself keep going down and down and down as like as after it was released. And I think as of right now it's the lowest rated DCEU movie that's been out so which is far.
0: Not. Which is amazing true, to me. Because Batman vs Superman is one of those.
1: Yeah, and so is Suicide Squad. Ew. Um so that you got me on that one, but you know, it's sexism. I don't I don't know. I mean, because Harley Quinn's movie is above it. Mm. That's an all-woman movie.
0: Okay. But it still might have a factor.
1: I don't know. People loved the first Wonder Woman. you think it would have had a factor that time.
0: I don't, I don't know.
1: You know, I think this is like a backlash on the fact that it was an action movie that didn't have that much action.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I didn't mind that.
1: You didn't mind it.
0: No, and I guess... It still had, like, I don't know, like, five action scenes.
1: Not enough.
0: I mean, there is the end...
1: And they weren't that great.
0: Well, because she didn't have her powers, which is a real... My real complaint is that she was pretty weak sauce. Like, literally, she was weak for most of the movie. That's not exciting or fun.
1: Now, so, for those of you who, you know, like... Have not seen this movie. We're going to spoil this movie, uh, so definitely don't listen to this unless you've already watched this movie. Exactly, obviously. Uh, but Wonder Woman 1984 is a really strange movie for those of you who have seen it. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, typically, action movies have lots of action in it. Uh, just look at you know any other action movie. Uh, but this movie it's decided that
0: Superman. It didn't have much action in it either, did it? I
1: I think it had a little bit more than this movie.
0: Less, I'd say less.
1: I'd say I'd say more. Mm. yeah
0: Mm.
1: but you know it's uh it's it's strange because you know watching this movie it felt like they were trying to spend more time focusing on the morality argument of you know why you should or should not want more and it just felt like they were trying to like really hit home with that idea but it just wasn't done that great to be honest with you there were some parts of this movie that I really liked a lot and there were others that I was like left utterly confused by and I just feel like they had a great concept and they kind of bungled it a little bit in my opinion.
0: Mm, fair enough. What do,
1: what did you think about I, the movie? I
0: I think I I thought it was it was pretty fun. I think that they tried to stuff too much into it, tried to stuff too much character development into it. So we kind of got these like quickly developed shallow characters in the two villains. Um they were they weren't terribly developed. Just to developing two villains, and having all of this time dedicated to just the you know Chris Pine moment. No, no yes, yes, Chris Evans, Chris, Chris Pine. Pine the Chris Pine moment. You know the whole Chris Pine montage of him being amazed by the outside world. Well, maybe didn't need to be quite as long. I don't know. I told uh, what's your name? Sir.
1: You don't know my name? Oh god. It's Oliver King. Oliver.
0: I told Oliver that I think <laughs> my the biggest problem with this movie is it didn't know what it wanted to be. Because the first half of the movie read as a comedy, and the second half of the movie read as a very intense drama. So it kind of just it flipped mood and vibe like hardcore halfway through and very drastically it was not subtle it did not ease into that it was just like okay and we're done with that which is my biggest complaint because it just like i think they were trying too hard to focus on the first part of like isn't it fun that we're in 1984 everyone loves the 80s people love stranger things it's the 80s look at the 80s clothes look at the 80s stuff on the road look at that 80s mall we love the 80s yeah
1: yeah I don't think this movie needed to be in the '80s. No, Uh, they felt like, like the whole precipice of the movie was like we're gonna call this Wonder Woman '1984' because we're gonna focus on the whole debate about like how you could just never have enough, and the whole point of the movie was pointing out the idea that like, uh, you know, like what is too much, you know, like and people trying to figure out what those lines were, like you know how much is too much versus like how much do you actually need, you know, the idea of like oh well whatever i want is enough for me and like and that's why they wanted to set this movie in the 80s but you didn't need to set this movie in the 80s to kind of like push that it. narrative you can put that in any like point in mm-hmm. like american history and it probably would have been just as effective
0: they were trying to suck people out from the nostalgic factor
1: and it just didn't it really just land was it
0: necessary at all
1: no but it they're distracting
0: some like somewhat
1: You know, and I'm kind of harping on this movie right now because there was just a lot of stuff that just felt confusing or just unnecessary, but there were things that I liked. Oh, yeah. I liked how they set up uh, Wonder Woman eventually learning to fly. That was a
0: really cool scene.
1: I liked that. I liked how they kind of like played off of it from earlier in the movie where Steve Trevor was talking about what it was like for him when he learned to fly and then... Her eventually, like hearing those thoughts in her head later on when she finally took flight, I thought that was pretty cool, even though Jasmine thought it was obvious. Obvious, I, but
0: still, it was still a good setup, even if it's obvious, Look, I, just because I understand how
1: storytelling works. It's endearing.
0: Yes. I also, while we're on the topic of it, I think that the, there was a lot of great payoff for true Wonder Woman fans, like people who really like Wonder Woman. I think that was a kind of a not a complaint, but it was a bit of a criticism from the first Wonder movie. Wonder Woman movie, was she didn't really use her lasso very much. Where was the invisible jet? All of these things, like, her kind of staples. And we got an invisible jet, which that moment was freaking dope. I was like, they were, like, literally getting in that plane, and I was like, why don't they just get Wonder Woman's invisible jet? And then I was like, then she's, like, starting to get in her hands. I'm like, this is the invisible jet!
1: Side note, Wonder Woman's a criminal, first of all.
0: Also, she she stole a plane, guys. She stole that plane. She stole that plane. That's not even her jet. No. Terrible. Terrible. Um, and then, also, I just, like, the extreme use of the lasso was awesome, because the lasso's, like, Wonder Woman's, like, yeah, Wonder Woman kicks ass, and she doesn't need the lasso to kick ass. But, it's fun as hell. And she was, like, you know, lassoing through lightning bolts, that was dope. There was a lot of really cool action in it as well. I thought that the whole backstory that she gave of, um, what was her name? Miss, 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 the, um, Oh, uh, Minerva? Minerva, no, not oh, Minerva. Not Minerva, the, the chick, the backstory of the, um, of the mascara and how it came to be because of the chick who went and fall oh. the men off.
1: What's her name like Atheria or something like that? No,
0: that's Shira. <laughs>
1: it's okay. No.
0: <laughs> it was her name was Asteria. 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 Asteria that yeah. was
1: close. Come on <laughs> it's now. Okay.
0: We've been watching a lot of Shira you guys. <laughs> um it's all right. <laughs> but I mean like that story was cool. Really really nice little end credit scene. Super good payoff there. Yeah, Linda um, Carter
1: showing up is pretty cool.
0: Very cool. Very dope. Um there's a lot to be liked about this movie. The acting was great. I thought the actors did wonderful in the characters, you know? Yeah. People, people were, like, really critical of Kristen Wiig. Or Kristen Wiig. Or, you know what? It's just never an easy name.
1: It's it's her name. And, yeah, the the actress who plays Cheetah. Um, I liked her a lot.
0: Yeah, I think she's got way more range than people give her credit for.
1: I don't know what people were upset about. I liked her a lot in this movie. I felt like, if anything... The, the story didn't really allow her to, like, be as great as she could have been. Just because yeah. I, I was telling you this before we made the episode. I felt like they spent too much time focusing on Maxwell Lord. You know, I I like uh, Pedro Pascal, I think is his name. Yeah, no, he's a great actor. The guy who also plays the Mandalorian. And, yeah, It is solid. I mean, he is a solid, you know, like actor. I liked him in this movie, but I felt like the movie kind of suffered by them trying to have both him and um, Cheetah as like co like villains. Yeah. They didn't just they just didn't really vibe that well.
0: Same deal with Batman v Superman. You can't be doing this co villain shit, you know. You can do the co villain. It
1: has to be done the right way. Just they just didn't do it the right way. I
0: just. I don't usually like the co-villainship. I didn't like it in, um, Witch Spider-Man when they have Sand Boy and, um, Sandboy.
1: Oh, and um, Venom.
0: And Venom, yeah. And Harry. And Harry. <laughs> it's like, you can't do three, you can do three villains, but listen, none of them are gonna get enough, like, enough they're just not I mean that one came close to like Spider-Man was like close to getting it right but it was just it still wasn't enough
1: typically the way to do two villains is to have one villain be the main villain and the other villain just occasionally pops up which is kind of what they did in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 which we haven't done anything on that movie yet but I loved that movie Um, that one did really well The Dark Knight did it well with you know the Joker and then Harvey Dent I think The Dark Knight Returns did it pretty well I'm not going to lie. I think Batman begins <laughs> early. Well. Listen, we get it. We... There's a trend here.
0: Listen, um, okay. Oliver here has a, a real big crush on Christopher Nolan, and that's fine.
1: First of all, have you seen a Christopher Nolan movie that was bad?
0: I haven't seen them all.
1: That's, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that you had to stop for a second and think about it, it tells me everything I need to know. Uh, Christopher Nolan movies are great. Uh, I have not seen Tenet yet, but I've heard mixed reviews. Um it anyway, looks weird. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Main question here. You've seen th- four DCEU movies. No, five.
0: Oh, God. Cause, okay, so I've seen Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. You've seen Wonder um, Woman,
1: and then this one, 1984. Mm-hmm. You've seen Batman v. Superman.
0: Mm-hmm. You've
1: seen Aquaman. Yeah. And you saw Shazam. Shazam's the best one. Ooh, okay. Shazam's the best one. Now, what's yep. number two? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Number three. Uh let's see here. This one or Aquaman? <laughs> this one. Okay.
0: Yeah, and then Aquaman, then, and then Batman v Superman.
1: All right. And how
0: would you how would you stack
1: those up? How would I stack those up? Um. God, that's a great question. I think I'd have basically the same as you. Only I would flip. No, actually, no. I have the same as you. Yeah. yeah I, I have is fourth on this one. Shazam's my favorite one of these movies. We should probably do our own episode on that one.
0: We should probably, yeah. But,
1: yeah, so I think overall, I gave One Woman 1984 a 6 out of 10.
0: Yes, and I am not prepared. <laughs> she not also prepared, gave it a 6 classic. out of 10. I remember her Did telling I? me about it. I, I can't remember these things. Oh, yeah, I gave it a 6 out of 10 as well. We finally agreed on something.
1: Yes. So... For those out there wondering whether or not you should watch it, uh, if you're Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four is a long movie, and it can feel at times like why is this movie that long? But even though it probably didn't need to be that long, I think once you're done watching it, you're not going to regret seeing it. At least not in no. my opinion. But it may not be your favorite movie. But I think the story that they tell in the movie is kind of touching in certain spots. In certain it is spots. a
0: little bit touching. Just a little bit. Especially
1: towards the end there.
0: Yeah, we don't want to completely spoil it.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think there was definitely some pretty good qualities of this movie. You can tell that Patty Jenkins and the people who helped her write the movie, they had a decent idea in mind. It a good concept. It just didn't quite be as good as it could have been.
0: Yeah, got a little muddled, but really good concept. For, uh, you know, good v. evil, truth v. lie. Liked it. Yes. Loss of truth.
1: So, for those who haven't already, please subscribe to Flip It and Reverse It. Because, let's be fair, we don't put out episodes all the time. So you no? never know when the next one's coming. But if you subscribe, you don't I, have to worry. Because you. those little notification bubbles, they'll just pop up.
0: Yeah, you'll be sitting on the toilet in the morning... Just taking a dump and there will be, bing, new episode of Flip and Reverse It. And you'll be like, well, it's only 20 minutes. Perfect.
1: I don't know that that was necessary. It probably wasn't. Yeah. Whatever,
0: get over it. Probably not. Listen, this is why you come here. It's for my poorly made improv. Um, Let's uh, wrap it up, shall we?
1: <laughs> I thought I just did that.
0: Yeah, no, I guess you did. Yeah. It's a wrap. Okay. It's a wrap, wrap. Okay. Bye.